y'all. It is Thursday. We've got another episode of the Late Night Vision Show. Episode 205 is headed your way right now. As always, uh, one of my good buddies. I tell you, uh, I just feel like, you know, you're a celebrity. And I, I get to walk around and and yeah, uh, kind of yeah. carry your your dress. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I think it's the other say. way around. And nobody knows who I am. I'm not the, yeah. I'm not the YouTube celebrity that you are. It, Instagram. Anyway, the, and, the owner of Outdoor Legacy, the title title sponsor of the Late Night Vision Show, the man that <laughs> makes all of this happen behind the scenes, uh, all the scopes, all the reviews, everything that we get to produce. Um, welcome back, Jason. What's going on? Thank you very much. That was very kind. I think that um, most people probably know that everything you said was a lie and that you do most of the work, but that's okay. So I will take the compliment as it comes. So thank well, you. And yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, you sign the you sign the paychecks around here. So that's you, true. You know, that's true. There you go. You know, that's what I say. Everything <laughs> but, but, rolls. This whole this whole ball rolls because of you and Outdoor Legacy. So, yeah, but that's true. Uh, well, it's I not true because of me. Pic- but you're right. Outdoor Legacy. Uh, yeah. Uh, if Outdoor Legacy ceased to exist, the late night vision show ceased to exist. So that's right. We have we have one one real sponsor. So yeah, one real sponsor. Uh, keeping our fingers crossed for sponsor number two. Maybe someday. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so we've got a great show. Um, we've got a review. We're going to be reviewing the Sightmark Wraith 4K Mini. And I know what you're thinking. Guys, this thing's been out since October 2021. And that is true. Right now, if you're watching this, listening, obviously it is. Uh, what month? We're in April now. April oh, yeah, of 2022. April. Man, I tell you, it's beautiful weather outside here in East Texas. Got a chance to go outside and do a review of another scope outside and just really getting into the swing of things here. So uh, we are reviewing the Sightmark Wraith 4K Mini. It's been out since October 2021. But the reason why we're doing it now, we got them in stock. You know, what good is doing a, a review if you can't go anywhere and buy them? And I, well, we can d- discuss logistics and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, Yeah, well, what I was going to say is it's not just us. It's So, so yeah. when this thing was announced in October, we did a kind of a breaking news mm-hmm. on it. We had uh, had a couple units, had been testing them for them. And they had a very small shipment of these, Sightmark did, that were already stateside when they announced them. And so it was this mad rush. They basically sold out in a matter of hours or days. Yeah, and, a day. Uh, it was less than a day for us. We sold yeah. everything we had. And I was yeah. like, and I kept hearing about people like, well, you know, it's December and I found one. And I'm like, who is living under a rock that they still have a 4K on the shelf? Right. I mean, because just phone call for phone call, people looking emails, didn't have them. And Sightmark was supposed to be getting more, but I don't have to explain to anybody what is going on with the supply chain uh, right now and with the, oh, the port yeah. system and everything else. So they were actually delayed and they were supposed to be here in January. Didn't make it. So late, late March, you know, we just got these things in last week into the week, I guess, first of April. So they are here and this is only the second shipment to the United States. But at this point, um, from what I'm hearing from site, Mark, this unit is here to stay. Yes. There may yeah. be some times that, okay, Everybody's out of stock for a little while, but this is a regular model now that is in full swing production and should be good to go. And we're excited about adding this to the lineup. We are because here's the thing. uh, Springtime reviews, summer reviews is the best time to be putting out this information because there's a lot of you that are calling and, and they're making plans for, you know, hunting season 2022, you know, getting into the fall. 
A lot of people we talk to are trying to decide what optics they're going to buy, what what setup they're going to run with uh, when, you know, hunting season starts kicking off again. You know, if you're down here in, in Texas, uh, hunting season other than deer is pretty much open all year round. But, um, you know, this is something, uh, this is the time of year people ask, when's the best time to buy a scope? Right now, spring and summer. Uh, the reason uh, we're getting, we still are getting a lot of new products that are coming in and, and we're doing reviews on. Um, but inventory this time of year has a, an opportunity to catch back up. And, uh, you know, there's a good chance that when you call us, uh, you know, at Outdoor Legacy, um, there's a good chance, depending on what you're looking at, that it's going to be in stock. So if you are interested in any night vision or thermal optic, give us a call, 877-350-1818. You can find everything we talk about on the website, OutdoorLegacyGear.com. Jason, let's run down the specs, and then we'll get into uh, what makes this thing uh, probably one of the most exciting night vision scope releases in a long, you know, in quite a long time. Exactly. It's, so definitely, it's definitely unique. I will say that. It is uh, unique. So yeah. Hans, has, Hans has got his unit there. Uh, we have both had units that we've been using um, since, I don't know when we got those things, late last summer, uh, August, September. Uh, we really, really like these things. Um, Hans, I don't know, maybe wrong. You didn't shoot your deer with this, did you? I did. did. I shot did. two. Okay. Yeah, I shot a, right. shot a doe and I shot a nice big uh eight point buck uh with this uh, with the with the had it mounted on a uh on a ar-10 uh 6.5 creedmoor yes sir okay. sure I, c- I thought I, I couldn't remember but i was thinking that you did so uh that we're sidetracking here just a little bit but my daughter has killed um all of her deer and i say all she's killed a lot of deer in the last yes, three or yes. four years she really a lot of does um and and now this year good buck she's killed them all with sight mark rates um mm-hmm. starting with the uh, original HD uh, four power model, yep. and then she moved to the 4K Max. And I'm going to get into those models here real quick uh, in just a minute when, before we start talking about these. But uh, anyway, this year I was all excited, like man, we got these this 4K Mini, and I slapped it on a rifle, I zeroed it, and I put it on for, and I said, hey, you can shoot a deer with this thing this year. You'll be one of the first people to kill a deer with it. And she looked through it, she shot it a couple of times, and she said. I really like the magnification more on the 4K Max because it's yeah. a three power. And you know, yeah. she's young. She's 12. She yeah. likes a little more magnification. And she was like, I'll shoot this if you want me to. And I was like, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't care what you use. I want you to feel confident. So she yeah. wanted a little more magnification. So we, yeah. we for went kids, with that's for kids. Yeah, yeah, we went with yeah, the three power. Sure. But my son, I put this on a little AR-15-22 for him. He wears it out, and he does not want to take it off. So that's why I don't have it up here with me today, because it's on his little AR-22. So anyway, let's talk about it. I'm going to go over the specs real quick, and then when I'm done with that, I want to just very briefly talk about the other three Wraith models, just because if, if you get out here, and you say, I want to do some research on this, and you go to, to you know, Google or YouTube, and you type Sightmark Wraith, you're going to spend the next week looking at videos and reviews and reading stuff, and you could be crazy confused. So we'll, we'll get into that here in just a minute. So we are talking about the new Sightmark Wraith 4K Mini. This scope is $799. Uh, that's U.S. $799. It is a two-power base magnification. It has digital zoom up to 16 power so it's a 2 to 16 uh, with a 32 millimeter lens it's got a 
3,840 by 2,160 uh, CMOS sensor. So that's considered 4K resolution. It is uh, literally just 160 uh, pixels from being a true 4,000. So that's considered 4K resolution, which is, is crazy high. That's a lot of pixels, a lot of resolution. Um, it is a uh, full color during the daylight, black and white at night. So this is a day and night optic. And we'll get into that a little bit more here. And that's why you might be confused going, hey, wait a minute, y'all talking about shooting deer with this thing and it's a night vision scope. But it's both. It's day and night. It's got a 1280 by 720 uh, FLCOS. Uh, that is a very nice uh, display screen. So a good display screen. It has audio and video recording. This is the only Wraith that has both audio and and video is that right hans i don't think the 4k max does mm -hmm. yeah i yeah, think i'm must, right i yeah. think i'm right if i'm not we'll find wrong, out very we'll find out we'll very find out in the comments i can't remember it's been too long ago since we reviewed well, that the, unit. the max is the max have, have been out for quite a while now i don't they know if they've been. added it since then uh but yeah we'll just so this unit has saying. audio this unit has audio and video recording i know yeah. the hd's down um, it includes an 850 nanometer IR illuminator. We'll talk more about the IR illuminator in a little bit. It, that IR illuminator takes two CR123A batteries, as does the scope. So this scope, unlike the other race that use different battery systems, uses two CR123A batteries, and you're going to get about a three to four hour runtime off those batteries in normal temperatures in the IR light. Um, I'm not sure what you're going to get. I didn't look but, uh, or test that, but I'm going to say probably a couple hours would be my guess on that. Mm -hmm. uh, field of view is 40 feet horizontally at 100 yards. So that's a decent, uh, nice field of view. Uh, it is uh, also has, speaking of battery power, a USB port, so you can run it off of any normal USB external battery pack. It is rated for a 308 uh, recoil or anything below. It is an IPS6 water resistant rating. So if you're out in the rain, you know, a little bit of rain gets on it, not a big deal, splashing, that sort of thing. It is not submersible. And it's got 14 different reticles in nine color patterns. Uh, it is very small at 6.3 inches long. And it is 21.6 ounces. So still got a little bit of bulk and weight to it there. I shouldn't say bulk because it is small, but, but, but weight to it. Um, it is an aluminum housing. So this is not just a cheap little flimsy plastic unit. It's metal. That's where some of that weight comes from. Mm -hmm. But it's also uh, because of that, it actually has a shock rating. It says you can drop this thing from three feet. <laughs> so it's, uh, I'm thinking, I would not advise that, but that's literally in their specs. It's got drop a three it foot from, drop. It says yeah. three foot drop. Okay. Three foot drop, shock resistance. Nice. So yeah. again, don't advise it, but just saying. <laughs> I guess that's what you get with the metal housing. So it is tough. Um, it also, one thing some people are going to want to know, uh, the temperature rating uh, is really listed only down to freezing, 32 degrees. Mm -hmm. So I know there's a lot of guys that are going to be up north in really, really cold temperatures, 
and uh, we'll talk about that a little bit more, but uh, you're going to need to probably keep this unit a little bit warmer uh, than that for uh, mm -hmm. you know, normal use. Uh, Three-year warranty, which is standard for all the, the Sightmark digital optics, and I think that's it. I know I said it at the yeah. beginning, but I'll say it again, $799. Now, Good job. real quick, I'm going to make it easy. I do want to talk about the other three models just so everybody will understand. Um, the uh, original two Sightmark models uh, are the Sightmark, or so the Wraith models, Wraith HDs. Uh, mm -hmm. They're the four power and the two power. You'll see them listed say 2X, 4X. Uh, that's the only difference in those two units is the magnification and the field of view. Everything else is the same about them. They're both $499. They've been around for several years, extremely popular. They are mm -hmm. HD, high resolution, great units. Then we come into the Sightmark Wraith 4K Max. That unit um, has got a, a little different style. It's got an internal battery, and it is, uh, as well, a 4K high-resolution unit. Um, it is $799 as well. And then this unit comes along, and it is, and I don't know if I said it, the, the Max is a three-power base mag. Mm -hmm. This Mini yeah. comes along. It's smaller, more compact, and, again, is only a two-power, but it's the same price of $799. Now, I know immediately you may go, okay, you just gave me four models, a bunch of numbers. I don't know what that means. I don't know which one I need. No problem. Give us a call at Outdoor Legacy and Hans and I will be glad to, you know, yeah. help explain to you which models might work best for you. And I want to be very clear, folks. There is a huge difference in a two power and a four power, like in these HD models. It's really... Uh, what you need is dependent on your hunting situation. The four power is perfect for a lot of guys, and it is absolutely the worst possible scope for other guys. <laughs> so you need to be sure where you fit in. But again, um, if you don't know, give us a call, 877-350-1818, and we'll be glad to help you with uh, picking out the right one and helping you get the purchase for yeah. it. Again, all four of these models. Hans, yeah. tell them a little bit about this thing. I think you've got yours there. I do. Show them around it and, and what's going on with it. Well, we'll do a quick walk around. So you can notice you got this little, I don't know, the proper term. What do you call these little focus adjustment? Throw lever. Yeah, throw lever. Yeah, I guess that'd be the best. Throw That's lever, uh, uh, objective lens focus adjustment knob, I guess. It makes it real easy, though, when, when you know, you're out there in the field trying to make a quick adjustment on it. You just get that little throw lever, move it over from side to side. Uh, do, obviously, objectable, objectable, <laughs> focusable, objective lens, eyepiece uh, focus uh, objective right here on the side. You've got your battery compartment, holds two CR123 batteries. Just like Jason said, though, you can run it off an external battery pack on the side uh, where you can plug in with a standard USB-C. Also, it has the uh, SD card slot there for you to put your SD card. The, on top, the button layout, very simple. I mean, it is just a circular layout. you got your power button in the middle and then your up, down, left, right arrows to maneuver through different functions and settings in the menu. As you can see, uh, th the big thing and the glaring thing that is different about this, Jason, 
there is nowhere on this scope to mount mm -hmm. an IR light. So yeah. that is something that we're going to be talking about because not only do these scopes now, do you have to factor in the magnification, but are you mounting this on the right rifle? And are you going to be able to, to work this appropriately and, and to do what you're trying to do? So there are uh, some things that you need to know about that. They call it the mini. I mean, look at it. As far as length, I mean, it's smaller than the than my hand. <laughs> I don't want to say I have gigantic hands, but very small. Uh, like Jason said, the weight, it's it's there. The weight's still there. Um, but as far as short and size, this thing looks great on a, uh, you've probably seen pictures on AR style rifles, uh, close, you know, close uh, quarter hunting rifles, you know, people that have these sub uh, sub AR pistols and stuff that it looks really good on. Uh, you know, in the past, you've had to put these big, huge, nighttime daytime digital night vision scopes on these short rifles kind of look kind of corny and funny that's really why a lot of people have been calling and asking like hey i'm you know i got a short ar pistol or i've got a short setup you know that that small little night vision uh scope is going to look perfect on it so that's the walk around um there's a lot there's a lot to discuss here because you're right jason this is going to be perfect for some people there's going to be some people that you're going to need to be guided into another direction with one of these other wraith choices because there's uh, as good as this is, um, it's not going to be right for everybody for sure. Yeah. So no doubt about it. It, it. We really like the unit. I want to talk about one thing that I like and I noticed um, right off the bat. So, you know, it Hans is showing you there. It's got, I think he's showing it. It's got an included IR sure. illuminator. I, I, yeah, <laughs> I mentioned that, uh, that, that it was included. Now, obviously, you can upgrade that. If you want to um, get a bigger, better, brighter, longer-range IR light, you can absolutely do it. You know, we recommend uh, and sell the Sniper Hog Light brand. We think right. they make some of the best, uh, if not the best, IR lights on the market. A very, very good company and great lights. Uh, with that said... If you, I'm going to say this real quick, too, I don't go off on this rabbit trail, but guys will say, I don't know if I need a brighter light. And then I say, don't buy one then. <laughs> buy the unit right. as it comes. Any right. any digital scope. If you go, well, I think I do. Well, my buddies say I do. Buy it as it comes. Go mm -hmm. out, use it, play with it. And if you go, man, I'd really like to see further, then doesn't cost you any more later. Buy that light then. But I hate to see guys buy it. They buy this great big giant IR light and then come to find out, well, the one that came with it works just exactly. fine. And, you know, they exactly. just spent 175 bucks they didn't need to. So with that said, I, I like the light that comes with this unit um, mm -hmm. for stock IR light. I think it does a very good job. And I think it's one of the first units that I would say you can see pretty decent out there at 200, 225, maybe even 250 with a little bit of, of moonlight. So I think it's, a, again, if you're going to be 2, 225 and in, there's no reason to buy another light. I mean, unless you just right. really want one. So yeah. I really do think this light is a little bit brighter, or maybe this unit's just doing a little job, better job of, you know, bringing in that light. But I'm saying, I'm going to be conservative. I will say 225. I mean, Hans, what do you think? Yeah, absolutely. I think so. And I, I think you're right with it being, um, it could go even further than that. Real quick, because there's going to be a lot of people that ask about this, um, and I can do this quickly, on the different uh, IR lights from Sniper Hog Lights, mm -hmm. um, 
the uh, the 50, you got the 50 LRX. What I usually tell people, that's going to get you out to 400 yards, maybe a little bit more. Uh, the 66 LRX, that can get you out to about six to 800 yards. And the Coyote Cannon uh, can get you out 800 plus yards. So, you know, that's going to be the breakdown quickly of the three different models, the 50 LRX, the 66 LRX, and the Coyote Cannon. I just want to answer that because I know a lot of yep. people are going to ask on the range on that. Yeah, for, for sure. Then the 66 is probably the most uh, popular because it's $10 Correct. more than the 50. Yeah. And it's like guys are like, well, $10 more. And it's, you know, it is a little bit bigger, but yeah. I can see further. So, all right. right. So let's jump into a t few things here. Uh, Hans mentioned this, and I want to go ahead and get this out of the way now. We'll Again, we're going to end up talking about it some more. But that is the fact that this is the first um digital night vision scope that we've ever sold that I can think of that does not have an IR illuminator either mm -hmm. permanently attached or yeah. a place to mount it on the unit. So yeah. uh, that means this, this mini was built with one main shooter in mind, and that is an AR 15 style shooter, AR 10. Mm -hmm. uh, so, or, some other type of rifle that just has Picatinny rails all over it. I mean, if you've got yeah. something else that, you know, has got rails on it, that's what it's it's intended for. Um, it, because you've got to have another place to mount the light. Um, honestly, if you are a bolt action shooter, uh, I don't even think this was something you'd probably want anyway. I just don't think this, I don't think it fits that style of rifle. Yeah. Um, it, you're not going to get the eye relief out of it. Now, speaking of that, uh, you know, Sightmark does make um, an extended rail called a bolt action mount, and you know, you, you screw it into the bottom of this. Uh, it is not a quick detach mount, and you can put that onto a bolt action uh, rifle or even onto an AR with a Picatinny rail. Slide it over there, and it just gets you extra eye relief. Um, I know there's you know some guys that that really like to get that scope back you know if you're a bolt gun shooter you're going to need that but again you're not going to have a place to mount this thing on a bolt gun i mean mount i'm sorry the ir light so i'm just being honest i think if you're a bolt gun shooter you probably ought to look at something like the 4k max uh instead of this unit uh, just because of that it is kind of strange but if you when you get this unit in your hand and you see how small it is you're yeah. going to say, yeah, I don't know where they would have mounted the Illuminator. <laughs> I mean, it is right. it is it is really small, it's and, small. and that's no what I like it. about yeah. it. I mean, yeah. and it looks really, really good on an AR, especially like you mentioned, some of these uh, short barrels or these pistols. Man, it looks good on those things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're definitely going to have to, uh, I would say, and a lot of people ask, where do you mount, where, where should I mount the, the light if that's the case, if there's nowhere to mount it? You know, we've talked about in the past, the best place to mount an IR light uh, for a digital night vision scope is going to be underneath the barrel uh, and as close to the front of the, you know, towards the muzzle as possible. Uh, that's going to cut down on your uh, on your whiteout after you take a shot. You know, when you take a shot, that cloud of smoke comes out the end of the rifle, the muzzle, and uh, that your, your IR light's going to bounce off of it and reflect back into the screen you cut a lot of that out when you do mount it under the rifle towards the front, you know, towards the muzzle. So with that being said, your rifle either needs to have uh, a setup underneath, you know, if you're shooting an AR, it's got to have to have a, 
uh, you know, that the Picatinny on the bottom, or you can mount, you know, one of those small, just, uh, uh, you know, M-lock uh, Picatinny yeah. uh, rails on the bottom. You can do that to mount it on there. But with the, the Sniper Hog Glide, so, you know, you yeah. can get the mount with it that will, um, will attach that easily. So I just want to say one quick thing. You don't have to mount it on the, the bottom. That That is the desired place, personally. I like right. mine on the left side and not the bottom. I just think it's easier for me to get to. Uh, yeah. I still agree with Hans, though. You would prefer to get that on out there towards the end of the barrel. Right. I think that's that's the, the main desirable thing. I'm not against the bottom. A lot of guys do. I just find it, you know, I got short arms. It's a little more comfortable for me to, to manipulate it if it's on the left side. But, but again, yeah. he's right. Get it out there towards the end of the barrel. So if you have an AR... Um, and like Hans said, you don't have a, uh, a rail, you know, out there, you know, you can, most ARs, you can find a way to get a rail either on the bottom, the left or yeah. the right, wherever it's most comfortable for you. And it doesn't have to be all the way out there. Okay. If you got something and it's six inches in front of the scope, you can make it work, but you're going to have to have a rail to, to mount that on. I want to talk about something else real quick here. We, we're, we're fixing to get yeah. into a little more about the, the scope and you know, what we like and don't like and all that. But I, we're, we're kind of talking about the mounting and all. So I want to go ahead and talk about the actual scope mounting options. So this unit comes with a pre-attached um, Sightmark non-quick detach mount. And if you're going to mount this on a rifle and you're not going to take it off and on, that mount is perfect. There's no reason to buy anything else. Um, there's a big misconception with a lot of guys that are getting into this. They say, oh, I heard I need a quick detach mount. I got to get a quick detach mount. Only if you're taking it off and on. I mean, if you're going to mount it, set it mm -hmm. and forget it, or you're going to take it off once a year for some reason or whatever, just get the regular mount. I mean, just the yeah. mount that comes with it. You only need the QD if you're really taking it off and on um, all the time. And so... Uh, this is an important thing to know. Now, I'm going to say this. This is, again, we always have to give these caveats. It's April 2022. Uh, the, the mounts could all change. But as of right now, there is no quick detach mount that fits this other than the new American Defense Manufacturing Sightmark Wraith you know, 4K mini QD mount, okay? The, the, the Sightmark quick detach mount does not fit it well. Uh, one reason is it's too long. Hans, hold that unit up and okay. show them how short the mounting base is on the yeah. bottom of that. So I mean, it's basically uh, a couple inches long. Yeah, long okay, base. right. And the, 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 the Sightmark mount uh, that uh, the, their QD mount is basically sticks out on each end of that uh, mm. an inch on each mm. end. Looks mm. ridiculous, and it doesn't actually fit in those grooves well. All right? Mm -hmm. So because I don't know, Hans probably can't show this well, but the, the base there, that thing is, is uh, wedged. It comes down to a wedge and then a mm -hmm. flat bottom. And so, again, it doesn't fit it well. Now, American Defense has a Wraith QD mount. We've been selling that thing for several years. It is the super popular, high-end, American-made great mount, mm -hmm. but it does not fit it either. Uh, it is, not only is it too long, the same thing. When it fits in down that wedge, it doesn't fit it well, and it's very easy to get it off, you know, 
candid one way or the other. We have messed with this to we're blue in the face. We worked with American Defense and did some testing on some different mounts. They now have a small miniature mount that fits perfectly, not only in length, but also in that little you know wedge feature on the bottom of it. So with all that said, if you want a quick detach mount for this unit, we have them, and it is an American Defense Manufacturing Wraith Mini QD mount. Um, I don't have the price in front of me. They're under a hundred bucks, right. and we've got them. Very nice American-made mount, lifetime guarantee. If you're looking for a QD, that's what you want. We got them on the website. But if you don't, again, if you don't need that, run with the mount that's on it. A lot of guys will ask me. And again, just confusion about things they hear. And they say, well, is the mount that's on it, is it high quality enough to hold zero? 100%. I mean, the thing is, it's bolted onto the bottom of the scope. And if you put it onto your rail and just tighten that thing down, a normal tightness, uh, it's not going anywhere. So there's no zeroing issues. You're not going to gain anything like that. It's just if you want to take it off and on, that's when you need a really good quality QD mount. So, yep. All right, we've talked a lot about IR mounting and scope mounting, but uh, there's a lot of questions come up on that, so hopefully that will kind of clear some of that up. Yeah, yeah. All right, so now we're going to talk about what people really want to know, what we feel about this and, and our likes and dislikes. We're going to get into that right now. Uh, like you said, we've had a lot of time to use this night vision scope, uh, and like you said, we, we used it during deer season. Uh, I shot a deer with it. There is a lot to like about it. Um, but before that, let's let's talk about the negatives because we, we always want to uh, end with the positive. And let's start with the negative. And I'll start with the, the first one. And I'll, okay. maybe we'll just kind of slingshot back and forth. Um, there are a lot of questions that come up and concerns from people up north about uh, the fact that it's not really rated for um, very, very cold weather. You know, 32 mm -hmm. degrees. Up there is like a summer, you know, a spring day <laughs> or spring yeah, morning. Right. Uh, so there have been concerns about people asking, hey, how is it going to do up here? Is it is it really going to mess the scope up? Is it going to damage the scope? Is it made, is it basically just rated that because it it degrades the batteries too much? There, those are legitimate questions about it uh, as far as uh, with, with cold weather applications. Um, Jason, you may say something different, but, I, you know, what I'll say is, uh, you know, these scopes have been out since October. Uh, granted, there's a limited amount of them, but they've been sold to people all over the country. I haven't had anybody come back and say it's not working because it's too cold outside. I don't know. What do you say? Yeah, I haven't heard that either. Um, there may be some of that going on. Uh, I haven't heard about it from any of our customers on the original mm -hmm. units or, or just anybody else mentioning it. But this is what I tell anybody. You know, if, if you want to buy a scope, and you know you're going to um, use it in some way that is outside of the recommendations of the manufacturer, then you mm. need to understand you're taking that upon yourself if it doesn't work well in those conditions. Meaning, mm. um, a lot of times, this thing's rated for a 308. Guys will call and say, you know, I want to put it on whatever. I want to put it on a, a 375. I want to put it on a, a 7 mag. I want to put it on a 450, uh, you know, bush mash. Okay, here's the thing. You're free to try yeah. it on whatever you want. Right. But if you break it, which normally breaking, it's not that it's, it's normally just it's not going to work well. It's either going to shut off. You're going to have problems. Yeah. Same thing with the cold. But, but if you want to try that, man, go for it. 
but don't be, you know, upset if it doesn't work. Like you're knowing you can't blame Sightmark. You can't blame the dealer if it says it's, you know, rated for 32 and you want to go use it at negative 10 and there's a 40 degree swing here in what you think it's rated for. You get mad. It doesn't work. I'm not saying it won't. You can go try it. Um, You can go take in, you know, duct tape hand warmers to the thing, put it in some kind of a little sock. I mean, I've seen guys get creative with other scopes uh, using these things up north. So, again, I haven't heard of anything. I'm not saying it's not worth a try, but I would just say anytime you're using an optic that is outside of what the manufacturer is saying that they're guaranteeing it for, Mm -hmm. then, then that's when that's what they're doing. They're telling you that if at 34 degrees, this thing is shutting off and not working right, then they're going to say, something's wrong with the unit. We're going to replace it. We're going to give you a new unit. That's a warrantable problem because it should work at 34 degrees. It should work at 32 Mm -hmm. degrees. But again, when it's five degrees, they're going to be like, hey, (laughs) it works to 32. I mean, you know, you can't blame them there. So I do agree it's not that cold. Uh, for northern hunters, I mean, that's like you said, that's a spring day for them. Uh, down here for us, it's not a problem. I'll just tell you, I would have personally um, no problem running out and taking this thing if it was, mm. you know, 25, 28 degrees. I don't right. think that's, I don't think it's literally 32 and there's a magic thing yeah. that happens at 31. <laughs> all right. Yeah. I think that's a, an approximate. Uh, it, it might work at 10. But I think, yeah. you know, the, the further you get away from that number, the more you're kind of gambling then, you know, yeah. gray area of, of what's going to happen or not. So I do agree. I mean, I think for some guys, it, if in my opinion, if you called me today and you said, Jason, I hunt and it is negative numbers to 15 degrees all the time when we're hunting, and I'm going to say, probably don't need to buy this scope. I mean, I just, why, why risk it? Why, why pay 800 bucks and go out there and gamble on it? I would say, let's find a scope that does fit, you know, the, the, the specs and the ratings fit what you're trying to do. Right. I agree yep. with that. Um, the other thing I would say as far as a negative, and I don't really think it's negative because I don't think it's different than most scopes, but um, some people might say, well, the, the screen on the inside, the view, the, the viewfinder screen looks a little small. Honestly, I don't think it is. Uh, up against the other Wraith, the the HDs, the 4K Max, to me it looks the same size. But if you've never looked through a scope before, if this is your first time, you, you may say, man, the viewfinder screen looks a little small. I really don't think it is, to tell you the truth, yeah. compared to others. Yeah, I, I agree with you there. I think compared to a lot of thermals, I think a lot of the thermal optics mm-hmm. have their – the screen, um, actually, I don't think it's you know, bigger or smaller. I think it's set further back in right. the eyepiece, so it looks bigger. It doesn't look like you're kind of looking into a hole at it. But I would say this, um, if you want to buy a, a 500 to $800 digital night vision optic, I agree with you. I think this is the kind of screen you're going to get. But I do yeah. think people that, that aren't used to it don't know. Sometimes they go, man, that yeah. screen's you know, it's not what I was expecting because they, they just don't know. They it's, don't know what to expect. You're right. It, it's not that it's small. You're right. It may be inset in there further, but there's, I think it it the appearance of of it may look small because there's a lot of trim around it is what yep. it look you know what yep. it makes it look like. But in the grand scheme of it, I don't think it's smaller than any of the rest of them. Uh, but uh, but really, those are the only two 
negatives that I can think of about this, Jason. Uh, we can um, roll right into the likes if you well, want. Or... Well, the only two things that I think I just mentioned that that one we've already talked about. We beat the, the horse. Of uh, there's going to be some guys say, "Hey, you can't mount the, the IR light on it." I don't see right. it as a negative because, in my opinion, it's built for a for a type of rifle mm-hmm. or a type of pistol that doesn't need that. So it's only a negative if you're wanting to use it on a type of weapon that it really wasn't made for. Exactly. So exactly. I mean, I don't mean I don't mean that in any bad way. It's just the truth. Sightmark had an intention of who this was for, mm-hmm. and it works perfectly for that consumer. Um, and they got three other options, you know, for for guys that that shoot bolt actions. Um, right. The other thing I know some people are going to say is we brought this up. You know, 21 ounces still feels a little heavy. I mean, it's it's definitely dense when you pick it up. Uh, it feels a lot lighter to me. I mean, and I think part of it, again, it's just the size uh, that it is. It's so compact. Um, I would personally have it weighing what it does built as solid out of a metal mm-hmm. housing than it is than have a cheap little piece of plastic and take five ounces off of it. I mean, yeah. that's to me would yeah. be a would be a negative. So some people may mention that, but I think it's well, going to be good to go. Yeah. And the fact that the weight, it's so compact, the weight is evenly distributed. It's yep. not, it, you're, you're mounting it pretty much, uh, I mean, really close back on your upper receiver. So all that weight's going to be right there in the middle, you know, towards the middle yep. of the back of your rifle. You really, it doesn't, you don't feel it. You don't feel the weight that much at all, to tell you the truth. Yep. So a few things we like, I think there's a lot. We've been, you know, kind of going over a lot of those. Uh, one thing that I think, I mean, we already said it's small. I think that's obvious. Yeah. Really like that. Um, I think that the menu system in it is very simple. You know, one of our concerns mm-hmm. uh, that we had brought up on our review back, gosh, a couple years ago of the 4K Max was that, hey, the menu is a little more complicated. So, you know, if you're you're a you know, little concerned about technology, maybe you're older, it's going to... I don't think so at all. This unit, if you've ever... Uh, for the guys who've ever had any experience with a Wraith HD, uh, it's the exact same menu system. Now, there is some more uh, options that you can get into, but it's a very simple-to-use menu system. Uh, I, I, I do not have any concerns mm-hmm. about the average uh, or just the vast majority of hunters and users, even maybe guys that say, hey, I'm a little older and I'm not good with technology. I don't see any problem with this. Really like the menu system in it. I think it's uh, it's nice and it's easy to use. Um, I like the fact, I mean, again, this is going to be a pro for some people, a con for other. I like that it's a low magnification unit. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're the coyote hunter that's in uh, up north and, and, you know, you're shooting out there at three, 400 yards, all your shots, it's probably not the scope for you. Mm-hmm. Um, I would look at something else with a little higher mag, maybe that 4K max. Uh, maybe the HD four power, but for your average Southern hunter, uh, even for your guys that are, that are predator hunting, but just not shooting a lot over 200 yards, this unit is, is going to be fantastic for that. Yep. So I'm going to go ahead and go out on a limb and, and tell who I think uh, this is going to be ideal for. And it might be different than what you say. I'm going to say, if you are a guy that likes to shoot AR, rifles ar pistols mm-hmm. um you like compactness you uh you are moving around a lot you walk a lot you're in trails uh, if you are regularly vast majority of your shots are under 150 yards and even more if they're under 100 yards 
mm-hmm. and and you want a very good uh, night vision setup, something that's going to be something you can go out and shoot coyotes or deer during the day with, uh, or you know put an IR light and hunt at night with it. But somebody that's primarily, I would say, you know, going to be using an AR style rifle. Again, that's not a a secret. That's who it was made for. When Sightmark brought it out, that's what they said. Hey, this is for AR primarily AR hunters. Uh, and that's why they made it this this subcompact size. Um, I'm going to say if if you kind of check off a lot of those boxes, this is something that you need to to look at. And there's a lot of people we've talked to, a lot of people that called in that said, this is for me. Uh, you know, this is the size I need. This is what I want. Uh, whatever you're going to be doing with it. There's some people out there that just want to use this just primarily for daytime hunting and not even use it for nighttime hunting um, because it does record in such good quality. You know, you can record good quality hunts. Uh yeah, if, if yeah. you check those boxes, I, I think this you're a good candidate for this for this optic. Yeah, and I'm going to try to find this video, and, and maybe Hans can include it um, in this review if I can find it. If, if not, I know that it was posted on the Outdoor Legacy Facebook and Instagram pages uh, back in uh, October, November of 2021. And basically, it was some footage uh, uh, that I took zooming all the way in from 2 power to 16 power on this unit on a group of hogs and I don't remember how far they are. I think I put it on the footage and maybe yeah. 200 yards. I don't remember now, um, somewhere around there. But I think what it was impressed me was even at 16 power. Yes. It's digital zoom. Yeah. Yes. You've lost a lot of the image quality, but it's still darn usable. Yeah. I mean, it yeah. was still, I mean, yeah. definitely enough clear enough. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So the point I'm making is, um, you know, Hans is right. I think his thing is designed for the, everybody he just said. But I don't want you to think that's like, well, I might have, a, you know, something, a coyote or something hang up at, at 250, 300 yards, and I might have to take a shot. I can't do it. This scope will do it. You can mm-hmm. zoom up and do that. I don't mm-hmm. think that's where its strong point is. I don't think that's what you need to be doing every single night with it. But I do think uh, the image is amazing. The zoom is great because it's this high resolution. That's what you're right. getting here. So when yep. zooming up, you're still going to be able to take those further shots if you need to. Um, I, I tell you who I think is going to buy this thing too. I think that you're going to get some guys that are just plinkers. They're mm-hmm. they're target mm-hmm. shooters. They're still yeah. shooters. They're guys who uh, who want to you know, shoot in the daytime. They may not even want the nighttime capabilities, but they want to record Mm -hmm. what they're doing there. I tell you what, to me, this is almost a replacement in some ways for the red dot or the reflex type sites. I mean, don't get me wrong. I know those have other uses, close quarter stuff and security, you know, home security, that kind of thing. But I'm serious, like watching my little boy shoot this thing, you Mm -hmm. know, on steel targets and stuff. And I'm thinking, this is what we would have been doing with a reflex site or a yeah. red dot or whatever. Exactly. The, it, but this has got way more functionality. I mean, it's got Zoom. It's got uh, video recording. It's got nighttime ability. So I don't know. I think it's going to be a really good all-around unit for guys that may not even really be hunting with it at all. Yeah, and, and if uh, you're and you bring a, you want to train your kids how to shoot and yep. shoot on something digital because, folks, by the time your kids up, uh, you know, right. close to your age, it may all be digital. We don't know, but um, it is likely. 
it makes it a much better experience. Um, they'll probably learn a lot quicker uh, as far as getting good with aim and, and all that kind of stuff with the digital optic. And this is and really they can perfect. record it. And they what kid it. in the window does not want uh, to see, oh, look at this. You I was shooting, it. you know, you got to record it. They'll end up making a TikTok video out of it or something. Oh, but anyway, if you have watched this review and you're still confused, Jason Hans, I don't know which one I need. There's three other different Wraith models out there. We need to, uh, I need to dig this down even deeper. Give us a call, 877-350-1818. You can find everything on the website, OutdoorLegacyGear.com. OutdoorLegacyGear.com. Thank you all for joining us. This has been episode 205. Uh, if you're looking to find uh, Jason on all the socials, you can do it on Facebook, on uh, Instagram, also on YouTube at uh, the late, or the late, I'm so tongue tied right now. Uh, Outdoor Legacy. You can find me over on uh, Instagram, on YouTube, Hans ETX. Um, man, I'm pretty, I'm like a nothing away from hitting 20,000 subscribers over wow. on, on YouTube right now. So that's awesome. Appreciate you. that. I've got another review coming out very soon. My review of the IRA Rico. RH35. So go check that out very soon over on Hans ETX YouTube channel. Uh, and last thing, if you want to see all of our past episodes, you can do so at the late night vision show.com. You can find all 204 of our past episodes very quickly, right at your fingertips, uh, right on the late night vision show.com. Thank you all. All right, folks. Thank you very much. Listen, um, again, it's uh, April 2022. Right now we've got these things in stock. And according to site, Mark, uh, knock on wood, uh, we hope to to have a good inventory of these uh, through the rest of the, <clears throat> excuse me rest of the year. There may be a few times they're in and out, but uh, we're really excited about this unit. We like it a lot. Think it's a great addition to the Site Mark Wraith family, which is arguably the number one uh, you know model line or family of digital night vision optics on the market. So. We appreciate y'all watching this show. We hope to see you here next week for episode 206. Between now and then, y'all stay safe in the fields and keep making those bacon pancakes.